Cuphead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. The Thursday game didn't really go off, even though I said it did. Well, actually it did, but it didn't. <laughs> because we were minus too many players, so we ended up playing Hero Quest. In fact, Matt, who loves that game too much, says he wants to work it into a, re- a proper role-playing game, which is something I think other people have done, but he wants to take a whack at it because he thinks the system is fantastic. Well, it is, because it's simple and direct as far as combat goes. I said, yeah, yeah, um, I... I Guess you could do that. I guess we could play test it or whatever. And we were watching him set up the board last night. See, when we play Hero Quest, he has a complete set of Hero Quest that he got from off eBay. He never uses the board that comes with it. He's got he's got his dungeon set up. He's got his dungeon pieces and things like that he uses for his regular games. And so he sets those up, and he uses his own miniatures and things like that. And he uses stuff out of the set, like the doors and things like that, and the cards and everything else. But I thought that was a... I like... That's kind of cool, actually. And he made up some BS story to, you know, a plot. And so we're going there to capture this guy who's been terrorizing the, the village and blah, 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 blah. And... We almost hit a TPK. Almost because two of the two, there were three players. Two of them got taken down by the guy's guards and I guess rats or something like that or zombies. I can't remember what. But I, I was clear. I was close enough to the hall, so I beat feet out of there. I got the the f out of there. Yes. <laughs> And so it wasn't a total... And I started thinking about it. And I started thinking about horror games. I started thinking about horror movies. And more recent horror movies, I guess, from like the 50s on. I like the classic stuff, but I also like some of the schlock too. But that's not the point. And I'll get to the point right after this. Okay, my thing is, there's one certain thing that any good horror movie does, and that's the jump scare. I mean, everything from the schlockiest movie up to, like, Ridley Scott's Alien and beyond does a good jump scare. And it's all because of, you have to be good at misdirection. Now, with a movie... It's easy to misdirect the audience depending on where you place the camera and things like that. So I was watching I was watching Matt set up the board last night because he was doing like the board, okay, you got to a crossroads and let me put out, okay, this is what this is what's there. But he started doing it in anticipation to where we were going. And so it's like, okay, you're metagaming a little, but that's okay. Because he's setting up the board. And I thought, and he would set up the board and he put all the pieces on there. Like, you know, one room was a study. It had a bookcase and a desk and a rug and all this other stuff. But he also put the monsters out. And it's okay if somebody goes down. I go down the hall and I see this and there's no door. But if there's a door or something like that, you've got to be able to miss. I wouldn't have put the monsters out. 
I, in fact, I wouldn't put the, the rooms out. Well, you got to put the, the, the rooms out, but I wouldn't have put the monsters in there quite yet, especially if the door was closed. If it was open, they were wandering around. There's a couple of zombies wandering around, skeletons, whatever. Okay, fine. But you've got to be able to misdirect the players. And I know jump scares aren't going to be as effective in a role-playing game because we're around the table and there's lights and we're all playing and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So, I mean, horror games, they tend to do more atmosphere anyway. People will turn down the lights and stuff. I don't like that because it's like, I want to see my character sheet. But I, we don't do very much as far as atmosphere. So you got to play with things like the soundscape. The soundscape like start getting onomatopoeic. What I mean is either either have a sound effect on whatever sound device you use, a, a laptop, a tablet, or whatever. But even better, you do it. You do it. You remember the classic scene with Harry Dean Stanton, Alien, where he's looking for the cat and... There's a jumps. There's a, a fake a fake scare, there, and he sees the cat, and the cat's backing in the corner and raising his hackles like he's afraid. And at that point, he's going, "What the hell?" And he turns around, and there's the alien for the first time, attacks him. You know, nobody saw that coming because of way he staged the scene. Wait, way. way Ridley Scott staged the scene and where the camera was placed. So what you got to do is things like this. What you do is say somebody's going down the hall and there's an alcove and it's dark, even though they have a light source, it's kind of dark and there's a door in front of you and say there's a hall to the left and alcove to the right. And you start doing this. He says, okay, I go down here. What do I see? Yeah, I say, okay, stop. I'll tell them, stop. If they're moving, I'll tell them, stop. What is a trap? What you hear is... Or something like that. Some kind of squeaking. And you're really scared. And around the corner in the hall, there's a rat squeaking. For some reason, eating cheese, whatever, you know, maybe a few rats, you know, like that. I said, oh man. And then you turn around and there's a zombie in the alcove that you don't see. Now, that takes misdirection, which is not easy. So, Start playing with the soundscape. And I mean your own soundscape. You can play with the sounds on your, whatever your device you're doing or whatever, however you do it. But you got to start being real quiet. And they go down there. I've noticed in games like this, even in regular games, that if people are yakking and yakking and yakking and you're behind the screen and you just don't say anything. Cause, and then I'll, you know, they're going to start wondering, well, is, is the game still going on or whatever? And you just look at them, and you go on. That may take a couple of times, but they're going to learn that when you get quiet, it's dangerous. You got to be careful. What I give you is just an example of you know that's a simple that and that's a simple way to do a jump scare. Like I said, it's not going to be as effective as say in a horror movie like Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth or whatever, but. It will get their attention, and 
you know, you don't say roll for initiative. You say, you turn around, you see a zombie. Or, he's looking at the rats, you turn around and... Okay. So, and then you say, okay, roll for initiative. Or rather, check for surprise first. And if they're saying something, well, I looked at the outcome, there's nothing there. Well, maybe it's really good at hiding. How deep is that alcove? Or something. There's, you can find some excuse to say you didn't see it there. I know that's a bit of a cop-out. And I don't want it to be a cop-out. But if you stage it right, they will be scared. There are alcoves that have little corners. And he could be hiding behind the corner, around the corner. Or something like that. Use the sounds. Use the smells. Maybe he sm- Maybe that those rats are chewing on some dead adventurer's arm or something. And I say you smell the smell of death. And so that makes them even more more like. And so they go around there, and there's some rats chewing on a dead arm. Well, the smell of death is mostly coming from like the zombie or the ghoul or whatever is waiting for them, but. The players are going to go, oh, okay, whatever. Phew. You turn around, what? That's what you have to do. And it is very effective. If you could do it right, it's very effective. It might be something you might may take some practice. But once you do it, they're not going to forget it. And also, this is something you do not do too often. Because then they're going to start looking for it. And you don't want them to look for it. It's just a tool in your toolbox, your GM toolbox. So go ahead, you know, try the jump scare and things like that. And play with the soundscape, play with the smells, play with the, you know, you, you, you get the idea. So I'm going to go start my day. So let's see. If you want to talk to me about this, you can get hold of me at oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program. And I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel for supporting me. Don't forget Mark C. Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.